This is the Join Christ Church Podcast, and you are currently listening to our 2019 anniversary series, The Church, Pillar and Foundation of the Truth. For the Word, here is Pastor Derek Jacinto. So, just would like to thank God for your 26 years anniversary. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Uh, the picture that was shown a while back, sa, I think more than 10 years, is that more than 10 years? At hindi pa dito yung, hindi pa dyan yung entrance. Doon pa yung entrance eh. So, ako po yung, I was in charge sa Metro Manila and even this part of Cavite area to check yung vicinity at then yung capability and availability ng property at ng local church. I was a part then ng uh, loan board ng Philippine Southern Baptist uh, Loan Committee or PBSBC as we call it right now. So, by God's grace, nabayaran na po ninyo, and that means we have more money para ipahiram din sa ibang local churches. Upang sila din naman, by God's grace, ay makagkaroon ng sarili nilang property. I think that is one of the plus factors of the Southern Baptist in the Philippines. Same is true in the United States. Ang isa po sa mga strength ng, United, ng Southern Baptist in America and even different parts of the world is that we all gather together our resources. Hindi po para pahirapan ang local church, but this is to encourage our local churches. So that, in turn, ay hindi naman po talaga maganda na barong-barong yung ating mga kapilya. But in God's grace, in due time, and according to God's will, mangyayari yung mga bagay na yun. Amen po ba? Amen. Amen. Purihin po ang Panginoon. And so, I was given the privilege to share to you a very important message. And this is found in 1 Timothy chapter 3.15. Of course, we will continue to title it, as your program says it, The Church, the Pillar and Foundation of the Truth. And that we will try to study, and all of us will learn from one another. Amen po ba? One thing for sure, you may agree with me or you may disagree with me. That's a good thing about the Southern Baptist group. We study the Word of God together. And we learn from the Holy Spirit who taught us or who teaches us all truth. Amen? Amen. But there, ito ang magandang bagay doon. The Holy Spirit speaks to us in different ways and in different manners. But also, in different time frame. Sometimes we are ahead of others. Sometimes we lag behind. Sometimes we are in the center of God's will. We are really ready to understand fully and comprehend the Word of God. But there are times that we are so much way, way, way advanced that others cannot understand what we are saying about. At yun ang pakaingatan natin. <laughs> because there is no such thing as one person monopolizing truth. Amen po ba? It's only the Word of God and through the power of the Holy Spirit who convicts all men, first and foremost, of sin. Second, the Word of God and the Holy Spirit and the Jesus Christ Himself brings us to the knowledge of truth. Amen po ba? That is very important. Now, the premise here, as I would see it on your program, sabi niyan, the church, which is that what we're going to read today. If you have your Bibles with you, or, kasi sa, dun sa Kati, doon ka magpo-focus para magba-bounce beam doon. Sorry, nagkaka, doon ako nagpo-focus eh. Okay, would you please stand with me as we give honor to the Word of God? 
And I'll be reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Ito po yung translation that Southern Baptist, particularly Lifeway, has uh, translated. Atin pong translation to Southern Baptist perspective. I write these things to you, hoping to come to you soon. But if I should be delayed, I have written so that you will know how people ought to act God's soul, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. And most certainly, the mystery of godliness is great. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, on in the world, taken up in glory. Let us all pray. Father God, by your spirit and by your grace, Father, we pray that you would open up our hearts and our mind so that we can all see you and so that we will all rely on the truth of your word. Father, we pray that if there are people here right now who are struggling of sin and particularly of unbelief, we pray God, that the work of the enemy moved, that blinders on his eyes will be removed only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, bring us to the knowledge of your truth. For this we pray, this we ask in your name. Amen and Amen. You may all take your seats. 1517 was a very important event in the life of the Evangelical Protestant Church. 1517 was a name ranked all, all, all over across Europe. Maybe you're all familiar with him. And his name is Martin Luther. Why is his name so familiar and famous at that time of age? First and foremost, he was given strength by God to stand up to what he believes, the Word of God speaking to him, and to stand on what is truth. I want you to understand that during that time, it's not easy. Why? Because you are against a behemoth, what do we call this? A behemoth group of people who has power from top and can even search the entire empire and to pick up someone and to be placed in dungeon and even to be put to death. That's how powerful this group of people that he was trying to tell them, you have understood it wrong. Malik ang inyong pangunawa. What made him so aware of God's truth? One time, he was walking along the road and he was seeing a group of people representing the known church at that time. And so this group of people were coming from a specific location wherein they are doing fundraising. The fundraising is to build up a very big, humongous building. And this humongous building needs a lot of money. And so one of the things that they, have that they have somehow formulated to encourage more people to give is to, to share to them that every money that they will be sharing, that they will be contributing, every time that coin drops into that box and, a, and that sound goes back to heaven, one soul is moved away from a place wherein they call they are not worthy to go into the kingdom of God. 
They are waiting there, particularly for those drop-up coins, very important for the facing project of a humongous building. Martin Luther overheard about it. And of course, a monk who loves the Word of God, who was under the tutelage of Augustine. That was his order at that time. He was reading carefully the scriptures. And the Word of God burns his heart. One thing that really strikes him the most was this very word. For by grace, you are saved. Not by works. Man shall live by faith. That word keeps on impressing in his mind and his heart. And the word of God is like a burning fire in his heart. At nakarinig siya ng ganon, what do you think would happen? Will he just shut his mouth? He will just breath aside? No. Why? Because the issue there is eternity. Everybody say eternity. Hindi lang ito usapin ng pwede bang pumalakpak, pwede bang sumayaw, pwede bang mag-inga. Hindi lang usapin ito ng ganon. Usapin ito ng isang kaluluwa, pupunta ba sa kaharian ng Diyos, makakapiling niya ba si Jesus Christ, o siya pa ay maiipit doon eternally dahil lamang sa hindi pagbibigay ng offering. Hello, are you with me? Even at this moment in time, that idea, that concept, still the problem of many churches. Money, the love of money, is the root of evil. And I want us to understand that fully. Because this is where that, that message is coming from. I want you to take note of the following. Even before Martin Luther, we in the, in, in the uh, Christian era has identified certain ecumenical councils. First, maraming mga councils yan. The first council of Nicaea. We will go into some of the details here, but not entirely. The first council of Constantinople. Council of Ephesus in 431 AD. <laughs> labas, iho, labas. Anybody from the back? Could you just... Ayun. Council of Chalcedon. Second Council of Constantinople. Third Council of Constantinople. And the seventh is the Second Council of Nicaea. These are councils were gathered together all workers in the kingdom. All workers of the church. When I say the church, we are not pertaining to one religious organization alone. We are talking of churches coming from the west to the east of the empire. They are not under one name, but they are under the lordship of Jesus Christ. It all scatters the empire. Why they are doing that? Because it started in 50 AD, around 50 AD, in Acts chapter 15, verses 1 to 35, it contains the recorded council deliberation and it concluded circumcision is not necessary. Remember, when Paul was going to different Gentile communities and because he is seeing the work of the Holy Spirit opening their eyes at nagkakaroon sila ng opportunity to speak in some other language, known tongue, nagkaroon po ng problema. How can these Gentiles be accepted in Jerusalem? With the Jewish Christians, paano sila matatanggap? Eh, hindi sila circumcised. 
circumcision at the time does not mean just simply, you know, uh, paglilinis lang ng katawan ng lalaki. No, that's not me. That does not the reason behind it. The reason behind then was a covenant. Because the covenant of God was given to the people Israel so that all of them need to be circumcised as a testimony to all nations sila lang yung tuli. Hello? So, hindi ito paglilinis lang ng katawan, hindi ito hygiene, but this is a testimony to all people that if you will be circumcised under the name of God, you will be His people. So, that was the issue. In 325 AD, the Council in Nicaea, the Roman Catholic Church has not started yet. These are still churches coming from the East and from the West. Nagda-discuss sila because there was a pattern in the New Testament. So they dealt with the deity of Christ and declared Arianism, who is one of the pastors or bishop at that time, nagsabi siya, si Arius around uh, circa 336, thought that Jesus was a created being, not divine. And then there was another pastor, another bishop. Huwag po kayong magtataka kung ang bishop, pastor, elder ay ginagamit sa Bible because they are three terms, pero it pertains to one person. Okay? Bishop means overseer ng isang local congregation, hindi ng maraming simbahan. Yan po ang identification. But he's also an elder because in stature, in wisdom, somehow advance siya. But at the same time, he's the pastor because he's not only a teaching minister, but he also cares for the flock, which is from the root word pastor, pastor siya. Dinadala niya sa, ano bang pangangailangan mo kapatid? Oh, wala, pastor, akong trabaho. So may mga pang... That is the word you are caring for. Nasaktan po yung aking anak. So the pastor is there to care for care. The word bishop, elder, pastor are rolled into one person, but they are used interchangeably. So the correct position was defended by Athanasius from 293 to 373 who affirmed that Jesus Christ was eternally divine and fully God. Ang sabi po dun sa Greek word na homosius, God the Son and God the Father are the same substance. Okay? Marami pa po yan. Hindi ko, wala po akong oras para isa-isahin niya. Pero I just would like you to understand, the church may kaugali ang mag-gather to discuss a certain doctrine that is not sometimes in or against, counter to the Word of God. Mahalaga pong pag-usapan niya ng church. But then, we will see later, ano po yung iba po nating ibig sabihin. Uh, kapatid, pakimove. Nag-move na ba? 381 dealt with the humanity of Christ. It condemned Arianism and Sabalianism. Sabalianism is modalistic trinity. Yung pong tinatawag nating oneness ngayon. Noon pa lang, issue na yun. Na yung ama, siya rin yung anak, at siya rin yung Espiritu Santo. Ang tawag po doon, Sabalianism. Apollianism, and naman pong other identification, maling pangunawa about Jesus Christ. At yan po ay attended by 150 Eastern Bishop. 431, in the Council of Ephesus, dealt with Jesus being one person, it, it was condemned, Nestorianism, human was completely controlled by the divine. Ang ibig lang pong sabihin yan, si Jesus Christ, ang tingin nila ay divine, pero His human nature ay kinakain ng kanyang divinity. So may issue po yun sa Christology. If you, have, if you want to learn more about that, mag enroll po kayo. 
Kasi mahaba pong discussion yan. And why did the church says that is wrong, that is not right? Magandang tanungin, what was their basis? Where did they base their decision? Malaki pong pag-uusap yan. Another issue, Pelagianism, original sin did not taint human nature and mortal will is still capable of choosing good or evil without special divine aid or assistance. At this time, the issue of Mary become the mother of God, tumaas na. Doon na. Kasi, marahil ang intindi talaga nila, the church is the pillar and foundation of the truth. That's why they are trying to eradicate what is false, remove it, and then try to teach the faithful what is true, what is real, and what is biblical. Okay, 451, the Council of Chalcedon affirmed that Jesus is one person with two distinct natures, divine and human, condemned monophysitism, asserted that the person of Jesus Christ has only one divine nature rather than two natures, divine and human. 553, Second Council of Constantinople, the Fifth Ecumenical Church Council, attended by 168 bishops, pastors, elders, it condemned Nestorianism, monothletism, and declared the perpetual virginity of Mary. Mahalaga po yan in our faith. Nagkaroon po ng mga fundamental movements in the Philippines because marami ng born-again churches doesn't believe that Jesus was born by the Virgin Mary. So nagkaroon po ng problema yan and that is theologically important because the virgin birth clarifies Jesus not being tainted by sin. That is so theological and very important. It affirmed the two natures of Jesus, divine and human. He is 100% God, 100% man. Mahalaga po yan sa ating pananampalataya. The Sixth Ecumenical Council, 680 to 681, condemned Christ had only one will, even though He had two natures, human and divine, and affirmed dithelitism, doctrine that teaches the existence of two wills, divine and human, in the person of Jesus Christ. 784, Second Council of Nicaea, dealt with iconoclasm, yung mga images, at ang nangyari po dyan, affirmed the use of images of Jesus and Mary in church services. Now, bakit po lahat yan kinakailangan nating daanan? Because, according to George Santayana, Pakibasa natin lahat? Totoo ba yun? Yes. Because ang Pilipino, ang kultura natin, napaka-ikli ng ating pagkilala sa kasaysayan. At dahil mababaw ang ating pagkilala sa kasaysayan, ang kala lang natin malaga ay ngayon, hindi natin binabalikan yun na nakaraan, hindi pala natin naiintindihan, nasagot na nila yung mga issues at problema nung nakaraan, pero marami pa rin mga grupo ng mga paniniwala na daladala pa rin at bit-bit-bit-bit iyon. At doon nakikita nila yung mahalaga ay ngayon, pag malaki, mayaman, marami, yun ang tama. Hello? That is not biblical. That has never been the basis of biblical Christianity. Going back to Jesus, He was the only one left alone by even His disciples. Iniwan siya, and yet He endured the cross. Para kanino? For you and for me. 
Hindi niya kinakailangan ng chowari-wariwap because he knows why he was sent to earth. He lived by it and died for it. And he rose again. Amen? And that is the gospel. Kaya hindi mo kinakailangan, hindi kinakailangan basahan ang paramihan. Because truth is not verified by numbers. Hello, are you with me? Truth never be verified by numbers. It will only be verified by the word of God. Amen po ba? Yun po ay napakalaga. So, I want us to put this in our brain. Kasi malaga. Mahalaga. Next. Now, I have a question for you. Is the church a source of authority and truth on earth? Okay. Pag-isipan niyo po yan. Next question. Is the church the source of authority and truth on earth? Pag-isipan niyo po yan. Anong kaiba ng pastor? Ewan ko. <laughs> My point there is, a source, I could say, yes. But, is the church the source? No. As we have seen in the seven ecumenical council, nakita niyo doon yung mga decisions? Where did they base their decisions? Did they base it from the scrutiny of God's word? Or did they base it because maraming grupo, uy, tayo-tayo, ito, ito ang bubutohan natin. Politiko ang maraming pastor eh. Parami yan eh. Ito atin. Ito atin, ito atin. Just imagine, meron lang isang tao, si Arian, si Cristo ay created being. Sabi ni Athenasius, no! Christ is God and human in one. Just imagine kung gaano karaming grupo ni Arius na pumunta sa council just to prove their point. And we're not talking of ordinary members. These are pastors. These are bishops. These are elders. These are learned people who read and, and live the Word of God. Mahalaga po yan. Kaya, the next question would be, does Scripture support that kind of idea or interpretation? What is the basis of our faith? The Bible, the Word of God. Now, can we find that in the Word? Na yung church is the source of truth and authority. Sa NIV, ito po ang sinasabi, If I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves. In HCSB, ought to act in God's household. In ASV, American Standard Version, how men ought to behave themselves. And sa dalawa pang translation, easy to read version, you will know how people should live in the family. Sa International Children's Bible, you will know about the things that people must do in the family of God. Pare-pareho lang naman eh, di ba? Iba-iba lang ang rendition. Pero it's all the same. What is the point of the translators? Most likely, the translators are looking at the way they live. How they enforce or how they gather as fellow followers of Christ. Alam niyo po, hindi na kinakailangan pag-usapan pa ang tilohiye. May problema na kagad dun eh. Pero yung relasyon sa loob ng simbahan, ang laking issue niyan. 
Kaya nga, if I am delayed, make sure na iayos niyo kung how you are conducting yourself. Sabi dito, Paul is reminding the people of God what to do if he got delayed. May gusto kong tanong sa inyo, sino sa inyo nakakaisip, delayed na ang pagbabalik ng Panginoon? Hello? Naka- naisip niyo na ba? Ang tagal naman bumalik ni Lord! Parang delayed! Sa palagay niyo, delayed? Di ba, mayroong ganun na pong teaching that the coming of the Lord is delayed. Others said, the Lord has come already. Dalawa lang yan. The Lord has come. The Lord is delayed. Itong sabi ng pangatlo, the Lord is yet to come. Whatever the position, yun lang po, tatlong pagdidiskusyonan na natin, mahaba na po yun. At hindi ko, ayokong dalhin ngayon, sa ibang araw na lang. Yeah. Pero, they should know how to, the following, conduct themselves, act, behave, live, or they need to know what to do. I'm sorry, mahal yan. Yeah. Amen po ba? In the way we conduct our day-to-day business as a local congregation, yung bang kapag kaharap nyo si pastor, nakangiti. Pag nakatalikod, ano ba naman pastor yan? Bumisita alanganing oras. Hello? Ang tamaan, wag magalit. Diba? Grabe naman si pastor bumisita. Tanghali ang tapat. Eh di, pasaya ka na nun, makakatanghalian si pastor sa inyo. Amen? Grabe naman si pastor magbisita. Ang aga. Ayaw mo nun, kaagahan mo si pastor. Hindi yan pinag-uusapang theology, pero pinag-uusapan doon the, the behavior itself. How we welcome the workers of God even in our own homes. Of course, pastor, di ba yung actions natin coming from my theology? Yes. Iba kasi ang theology niya. Iba ang pangunawa niya sa pagdating ng Panginoon. You know, if pastors are called in the Bible messengers of God. Yung messengers coming from the root word niya, angels. Hello, are you with me? Angels are messengers. And messengers are the workers, the pastors of the churches, even in Revelation. So kapag dinalaw kayo ng pastor, anghel si pastor! Amen! Lalo na pag may dalang blessing. Amen? Mahalaga po yun. It's really how we perceive as we read the Word and study it. Titignan natin, para bang dating nun sa'yo? Di ba? Ngayon, kapag si pastor naman, ang dating ay pala, alam nyo yun? Panay prayer request. Kapatid, pag-pray mo naman yung anak kasi wala pang pang tuition fee. Kapatid, ipag-pray mo naman yung ating simbahan kasi kailangan ng aircon. Oh, at tawag nyo sa kanya, prayer warrior ka talaga, pastor. Grabe. Yan ata ang giftings mo to pray. Yeah? So the Word of God is the basis for proper conduct, proper behavior, how to act, how to live, and what to do. Umibilis na, praise God. And whenever there's a gathering of followers of Christ, ano ang basis natin? The Word. The authority would always be the Word of God. Everybody say, Word of God. Hindi po yung interpretation ni Pastor. Pastor, pa, bakit ganun? Yes, because the authority is the Word. The interpretation of the Pastor is one of the interpretation that you may also adhere to. Especially if the fa- Pastor is faithful in the study of the Word, he will be faithfully considering what the Word of God says. And that will be his authority. Hindi niya sasabihin, 
pastor ako. Pag naghampas na po, gutom na yung pastor. <laughs> hindi, hindi. Mamaya, kakain tayo. Yeah. Pa, konting ano lang. Yeah, paalala. It's not how the pastor interprets it, but the Word of God is the authority. Amen po ba? Because the Word of God is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. It can pierce through yung bone marrows. Pagrabe. So it's active. And the Word of God says, Jesus is the Word. Nakakakilabot yun. Whenever you read and open the Word, you are face to face with Jesus. Amen? You are face to face with Him. Kaya po napakahalaga niyan. So what are Paul's instructions to Timothy? Ano po yung mga instructor? Number one, dalawang points lang po. Huwag kayong mag-alala. Maikli lang. Remind leaders not to teach different doctrine. In 1 Timothy 1.3, that was the admonition of Paul to Timothy. Amen? Why? Kasi napakahalaga ng right doctrine. And before you do something, make sure that what you're doing is based on the Word of God. Or else, nagsasayang ka lang talaga. Hello? Mahirap po kapag ginagawa natin, ay, kasi ginagawa sa kabilang church, ay, grabe, exploding sila, pastor! Gayain natin yun! Ayun na lang. Ah, kaya ang tapat ang pangalan ng church nyo, gaya-gaya. Diba? Magandang pangalan din yun. In short is, GG. <laughs> Saguha. GG Church. Yan. Galunggong. Therefore, as followers of Christ, we are what? Keepers. As followers of Christ, we are what? Kapatid, pakipindot mo na. We are stewards and we are defenders. The pastor is not the only one who will keep, who will guard, who will defend. All of us. Hello? Ito po ang misunderstanding sa mga pastor. Mahalin natin ang pastor dahil pinadala sila ng Panginoon para pangalagaan ng simbahan. Amen po? Pero kapag mali ang doktrina ng pastor, huwag po tayong mangingilag. Kasi yung pagtuturo ng mali, magdadala sa impyerno. Eh gusto nyo ba mapunta ang tao sa impyerno? Kaya nga may church upang dalihin ang deklarasyon ng gospel ng Panginoon para ang mga tao ay mapunta sa kaligtasan, hindi sa kapahamakan. Eh dahil may matinding pabor ka kay pastor, nautang mo yung whatever. Sabi niya, pastor, tama ka! Anong tama? Tama yung pahira mong pera sa akin. Di ba? Mali ang motivation. Kaya naka, nailang tayo kausapin ng pastor, Pastor, tama ba yung tinuturo mo pa sa amin? Parang ang, ang dinig ko ganito, tama ba yun? E di, alam po ninyo kapag nagtatanong kayo sa pastor, gustong gusto yan ang pastor. Amen? You know why? Open ang communication. Second, the pastor now will be able to, again, learn from you. Yung questions nyo kasi, minsan, hindi nakalagay sa textbook. At kayo nakainkwentro, All the more, mag-search si pastor at makikipagkwentuhan sa inyo. Hindi para makipag-debate. Amen. We exchange. Alam niyo po, medyo bata-bata pa din naman ako. Pero I started pastoring when I was 23 years old. So from 23 up to this time, ang daming questions, even sa Bible schools, kada eh. Iba't iba yung tanong. 
Pero hindi ibig sabihin lahat alam ko ang sagot. Kinakailangan lang, kapatid, mag-journey tayo. Alamin natin, aralin natin. Amen po ba? Kasi ang masadong mapagmalaking pastor, yung kasimple-simpleng tanong, hindi mo pa alam, ang tagal mo na tinuturuan ko. Ay, yabang ano. Yan ang mayayabang. Mayaman na, mayabang pa. ba? Diba? Mayaman sa kayabangan. Pero alam niyo po, lahat tayo natututo. Kahit ako po natututo sa isang munting bata. Hello, if you have that kind of a heart, that even from a small child, you will learn something, then God's heart is really with you. Kasi si Jesus, sinabi ng mga apostles, Uy, huwag niyong giluin si Master. Busy na siya eh. Kasi during that time, their culture, mga bata hindi talaga pwedeng lumapit. Sila ay parang third class. Mga babae kasi second class. First class lalaki. So hindi po pwedeng lumapit. Maguguluhan. So that's the reason behind, hindi sila pinapalapit ng mga apostles. Pero sabi ni Jesus, no. The kingdom of God belongs to them. Ano pong natutunan ng mga disciple doon? Walang third class. Walang second class. Lahat priority ni Lord. Amen po ba? Mahalaga po yun. So we are keepers, we are guardians, we are stewards, we are defenders of God's word. Every one of us. Mahalagang mahalaga po yan. Next thing, therefore as followers of Christ, what we believe about certain teachings are important. Meron pong sabi sa isang passage. What's your life and doctrine closely? Sino daw magbabantay? Ikaw. Ang problema, yung iba, binabantayan yung iba. Ay sino ka naman para binayaran ka ba? Para bantayan mo ako? Kawawa ka naman. Ang sabi ng Bible, watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, ano daw mangyayari? You will save both yourself and, uy, ano nangyari? Wala akong ginawa. Your hearers. Amen? So the pastor is preaching, kailangan maingat siya. Kasi lahat po tayo nasanay sa preaching style. Pero ako po, I am now moving forth doon sa facilitation. Kaya po, kahit sa, mas gusto ko yung klase, kaya sa worship, kasi naging traditional na, nagpipreach, isa lang nagsasalita. Pero gusto ko po yung klase. Mas malaking grupo, nag-conference po kami sa Zamboanga, nasa around 100 people yung dumalo. Marami po doon pastor at workers. So habang nagtuturo, question, bato? Nag-aaral kami And that is actually the very reason why Christ exemplified yung pagtatanong, pagsasagot, pagtatanong niya, at sumasagot. Hindi po siya one way. Although He is the only way, pero hindi one way lecture type. Why? Because your life and your doctrine ought to be observed by you, yourself. Amen po ba? Kaya ikaw, hindi ka tupa. Ikaw ay ina, pinaaalagaan ng Panginoon. Ikaw ay tinaguri ang tupa, pero hindi ka talagang tupa. Tao ka. Amen. Meaning, you have this, you have this, you can reason out. Nakarinig na ba kayong tupang umangal? Nagsalita? Wala eh. Pero tinaguri ang tayong tupa kasi marami sa atin naliligaw kung saan-saan pumupunta. Kaya ang sabi ni, ng Panginoon ni Pastor Pablo, watch your 
life. Pag ginawa mo yan, tinutulungan mo ang pastor mo. Hello, are you with me? Kasi sa age of technology, pulot na tayo ng pulot sa internet. Tama po ba? Marami sa atin copy-paste. Pero sana copy it right. Ang problema, copy-paste, di mo na nga binasa, tinuro mo pa. Tapos narinig ka ng pastor, saan mo nakuha yan? Ang hirap habulin nun. Kasi may mga tao na fresh ang brain, first na narinig niya, that will stick. Hello, are you with me? That will stick. Kaya ingat po tayo sa bagay na yun. Ilang pang bagay na dapat nating pansinin. Be reminded of the danger of localized interpretation. Ito medyo parokyal. Ang bawat local churches po natin, meron tayong bias. Kaya po ang kagandahan, sa free churches, Southern Baptist is a free church, meaning wala tayong hierarchy. We are free. But we share in common and relationship with other local churches like faith. Okay? Kaya po magandang wala kang hierarchy kasi may local lies, doctrine, or interpretation. For example, hindi po lahat ng mga Southern Baptist churches may dance ministry. And that is okay. Hindi po yung minamasama ng Bible. That is biblical. Inaral namin yan eh. It's in the Bible. Amen? Pero pag pumunta ka sa ibang Baptist church, magtataka ka doon. Bakit para naman kayong silent night? Bakit wala kayong mga sigawan, palakpakan? Pero hindi ibig po sabihin, mali sila. Hello, are you with me? Hindi rin po ibig sabihin, mali kayo. No! The Bible is complete in telling you, this is acceptable, but that is also acceptable to me. That is unity in diversity. But then, be very careful kasi may mga local doctrines. And sometimes, our local doctrines, we make it universal. Hello? Ibig sabihin, dapat meron ako, meron ka rin. Ala, hindi ganoon. Hello? Eh, dapat ba may upuan? Alam niyo po ba may mga simbahan na walang upuan? Yes or no? Alam niyo po ba yun? Oh, si hindi niyo alam. Pag pumunta po kayo ibang mga lugar, lalo na po sa Muslim churches, uh, we call it uh, Muslim house congregation, hindi po sila nag-uupuan. Nakaluhod po sila. At kapag binasihan mo ang kanilang testimony of faith, doon sa Bible, walang chair. Sino pa naman sabi sa inyo, magdala ka ng silya, upuan mo? Wala naman sa Bible noon eh. Nakaluhod, nakadapa. Kung ano ang itsura ng mga Muslim at ng Jew, that's how they practice it. But that does not mean, mali sila at tama tayo. Hello. But those are practical things. And sometimes those are theological inclinations ng mga local churches. Are you with me? Mahalaga po yun. Why? Because sometimes we are into that, those details. Ginagawa na natin, ay, kulto yun. <laughs> Ang bilis-bilis nating magbigkas ng, ay, kulto yun. Kaya po, magiging maingat. Meron po tayong tinatawag na systematic, which is topical, at meron po tayong tinatawag na biblical theology, which is more storytelling and narrative in nature. Lahat po yan sabay. Because how many brains, lobes, do we have? Two. Right? Ah, right? <laughs> and left brain. Tama po ba? And both are being accommodated. Systematic theology accommodates the left brain. Oh, tama. Right brain. Right brain ba? Sana sa notes ko yan. Sa kabila naman, left brain. Hindi lahat ng tao right brainer. Hindi lahat ng tao left brainer. Magkakaiba. 
And that's how God created us. Unique, wonderfully made. Amen po ba? Mahalaga po yun. So that we would understand. And be very careful. Second, malapit na. The real foundation of truth is Jesus Christ and His Word. Siguro I have carefully brought you to our realization. May mga bagay na pwede niyong decide on your own. Pero may mga bagay that you need the body of Christ to make it universal. Amen? Hindi po po pwede na yung universal teachings and doctrines baguhin ng local congregation. Because that is already laid out in the scriptures. Katulad po ito, I found this doon sa, sa internet. Maganda yung description niya. The truth of God, up there, kanino galing yun? It's from the Word. Okay? The Word of God is the truth of God. Yan yung salita ng Panginoon. Christ is the foundation. Amen? 1 Corinthians 3, siya po ang foundation. Now, where is the body of Christ? Here. In the middle. What do you enforce? May inawit tayo kanina, we enforce. Actually, uh, mythological air on yun, we do not enforce. We just proclaim. Kasi enforcement, may ano yan, parang police. May police power. Then you enforce. Ang problema na may police power, you are already in authority. You are hierarchy. Pag sinabi mo, mali yan, hindi pwede yan, tanggal ka. And that is not the grace of God at work. Kaya may room for improvement, grace. Hello, are you with me? Tayo nga, maangal kapag, kunti lang pagkakamalay ko, natanggalin mo na ako sa trabaho ko. Yan lang nga nagkamalay ko, wala na akong kikitain kagad. Wala sa naman ng grace. That is human factor, human reasoning. Pero in the Word of God, grace abounds. Pero it does not mean that sin has to abound. Pero when sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Amen? That's the Word of God. Ang hirap po nun. At ang gusto natin kasi, i-correct natin kaagad yan. Tirahin na natin yan. <laughs> Hindi po ganun si God eh. Hello? Kaya nga hanggang ngayon, meron siyang ano yun, ka ka-counterpart sa Pilipinas eh. Di ba? Son of God. Dati appointed lang. Ngayon siya na yun. Di ba? Pero bakit hindi pa sa tinitira ng Panginoon? That's what you call grace. And all of us are like Him in ways. May mga kasalanan tayo. Paulit-ulit. Amen po ba? Are we better than Him? No. Siya lang, matindi na nga lang talaga yun. Kasi He's identifying. Ako ang pangulo ng mundo. Ah, matindi. Pero minsan mayroon din tayong kalokohan sa utak. Ako, pastor dito, bakit? Ganun eh. Huwag po kayong kayo mag-alala. Matagal na po ako nagpapastor. Hindi ko sinisira yung pagpapastor. I'm just saying, may mga nag-overbound talaga. Why? Insecurity. If you are not settled with your identity with Christ, you will try to use force so that people will acknowledge you. Pero meron ka na bang tatay na naringgan, pinwersa mo ang iyong anak, tatay mo ko! O nagre-react ang mga anak kapag naramdaman nilang mahal sila ng tatay nila? Hello, are you with me? Maraming ways Pwede niyong gamitin yung enforcement. 
Pag pwede niyo yung anak. Sarap pakinggan ng anak eh. Kasi darating ang panahon, wala na siya mariringan tatawo sa kanya ng anak. Nakakadurog ng puso yun eh. Hello? That is very important. The real foundation of truth is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only foundation of our faith. Malapit na po, pero may mga ilang technical terms lang. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus. Ang term na foundation, yung nasa itaas, sa Greek is temelios, means foundation of a building, the base. Okay? Temelios also means initial and fundum principles of an idea. Nando doon, He is the beginning, He is the author. Hello? And we know who that is. Christ. He is the author of our faith. He is the foundation. Siya ang naglagay noon. Pero, meron din dapat nating pansinin. Sa 1 Timothy 3.15, yung word na pillar and foundation comes from the Greek word stulos, pillar, column, prop, or support, used in Revelation 3.12 and 3 and 10.1, or hedrayma, means prop or support, only used in that particular verse. Pero same meaning, prop, support. Foundation and pillar means that which stiffens, stabilizes, steadies, and holds. Yan. Connects. But, nakadepende yan dun sa base. Mahalaga po yan na makita natin. The church is not the source, creator, nor the sustainer of truth. Hindi po tayo. Hindi natin pwedeng pagmalakihan ang Panginoon. He alone sustains. He alone is creator. He alone is the source of everything. Taka, practical by his, historical fact. Ang tagal walang church. Pero nag-exist ang God. Nandiyan ang Israel. Parang nabigo ang Diyos, pero hindi. Parang nabigo, pero hindi. Pero meron siyang alternative plan. Which is the church. Mahalaga po yun para sa ating maunawaan. Ilang bagay po na dapat nating tatandaan. Oh, pakibalik ngayon. Sabi ng John 16.3, But when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on His own, kahit ng Holy Spirit. Eh. Hello? Tama po ba? Pag meron po nagsabi sa inyo, may turo ang banal na Espiritu, at yun po ay labag sa sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos, magduda ka na kagad. Kasi ang klaro ang sabi ng Bible, He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet to come. So therefore, the source of the teaching of the Holy Spirit is from the Word, from God Himself. Kaya kapag lumaban yan, that is not of God. That is not of God. What is the role of the church? Hindi naman natin pinuput down ang church. What is the role of our church? Sabi po, to live out the truth. Amen? Even if people don't find it fashionable. Next, to declare or proclaim the truth even when people does not want to hear it. That's the role of the church. That's the role of every believers of Christ. And thirdly, to be confident of the truth and not be moved by anything that contradicts truth. Kahit ayaw ng iba. Deklara mo pa rin. Amen po ba? Alam niyo po, ito may pagka-politika, pero hindi. It gears towards morality. 
Sa Amerika, ang malaking issue ngayon is about abortion. Hello? Meron silang idea na yung late-term abortion hindi pa immoral. Sabihin, malaki na, buo na, halos eight months, pwede po pang patayin at wala kang konsensya. Pinagdidibatihan ng Democrats at Republican. Yes, that seems like sound politics. But no, it's moral, which is based of the Word of God. Naalala niyo yung mga midwives? Sabi no, pag ano, patayin niyo na. Di ba? Tapusin niyo na yung mga batang yan. Sabi ng midwives, hindi, ayaw namin. Masatakot sila sa Panginoon eh. Pero nagutong sa kanila, hari, pwede silang patayin. Pero mas takot sila sa Diyos. Pero we are in the time of age na ang mga tao hindi takot sa Kanya eh. Ang mahalaga yung gusto ko, yung masaya ako. And that also happens when a pastor goes beyond what is being uh, told in the Word of God about his leadership as bishop, as pastor, as an elder. Kaya po, rolled into one. Next slide. What the early church leaders say about the church. Balikan po natin yung kasaysayan. Ano bang tingin ng mga church fathers dyan? Sabi ng apostles, recognizes a church of the Lord Jesus Christ if the foundation that is built upon is the same. Kung pareho, okay yan sa Panginoon niya. Sabi ng 2 Timothy 2.19, Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with His inscription, The Lord knows those who are His. Amen po ba? Huwag na natin problemahin. Alam na ng Panginoon yun eh. Kaya, everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. Kaya, meron po tayong sample niya sa Corinthians. Alam niyo po sa church, ang pinakamahalaga sa atin is yung redemption through the blood of Christ. Pero pangalawa po doon is yung practical holiness. Ligtas ka nga. You are redeemed by the blood. Pero ang buhay mo naman, grabe. Mabuti na lang talaga gracious si Lord. Amen, di ba? Pero meron pong iba talaga, conscious, aware, ginagawa, sinasadya. Kasi ang sabi ng Bible, when sin abounds, the grace of God abounds. Pero alam mo kapatid, that is an abuse and misquotation of the Word of God. Kasi si Jesus is God's Son who is love, but He is also just. Love and just is our God. Second, ano pong sabi ni Tertullian, one of the church fathers? Tertullian says, the church are composed of all the churches founded by the apostles, offsprings of the same, and living in the unity of the faith and discipline. Let's talk about this word. Meron na po ba kayo na discipline sa church? Pag-isipan nyo yan. Because the mark of true Christianity is, you know when to discipline. Kasi ganun din tayo sa family. We try to discipline. Anong pakiramdam kapag yung anak na dinidisiplina mo, lumalaban, lumalaban sa tatay, sa nanay? Because we don't want to dwell into this. Yes, we have grace. But sometimes the Bible clearly says we need to discipline. And are we willing to submit to discipline? Hello? Eh, yung pastor. Yes, even the pastor can be disciplined by the church. Because every member is part of the church. The pastor is a member. He is part of the church. So kapag si Pastor Ering, siya rin, Pastor, masindi na po talaga ang balita. Ano po? 
Sabi niyo, pogi kayo, eh, hindi naman. Ang laking kasinungalingan yung pasto, maraming natitisod. Disiplinahin na! Pero lang. Pero, pwede po. Pag sinungaling ang pastor, alam niyo yon. what we call that sa term? Intellectual liar. Have you heard of the term? Intellectual. Sa psychology kasi, mayroong mga tagon talagang, taong, you know, normal na sa kanilang magsinungaling. Bahagi na na kanilang buhay ang magsinungaling at hindi na sila nakokonsensya. At minsan, pastor yon, ikaw yon, ako yon. Kaya pag humarap tayo sa salamin, hindi na tayo kinakabahan. Kahit nga yung ano, yung lie detector, uusok sa atin eh. Kasi sanay ka eh. Clement of Alexandria, the assembly of the elect, the congregation of Christian worshippers, devout Christians, beings as it were the spiritual life of the body of Christ. Spiritual? Sino po magsabi? The Clement of Alexandria. Sabi po ng 1 Peter 1.1, amplified version. Peter, an apostle, he's a special messenger, personally chosen representative of Jesus Christ. To those elect, both Jewish and Gentile believers who live as exiles, scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, or Minor, and Bithynia, who are chosen. Ano pong sinasabi? We are all elected, chosen by God. Amen? Ang dami pong tao dyan na pwede silang sabihin ang sarili, Christian. Pero ikaw at ako lang ang may confidence na magsabing, tinawag ako ng Diyos. Pinili ako ng Diyos. That is the confidence that you have in Christ. Malapit na po. Sabi po dito, and most certainly, and I would like to emphasize on verse 16, and most certainly, the mystery of godliness is great. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. Sino po yan? Si Jesus Christ. Kaya kung kukunin niyo po yung 14, 15, and 16, sandwich sa noon, wala pong ibang tinuturo yun kung hindi the authority of truth is not the church, but Jesus Christ and His Word. Kaya po sandwich po yan. Jesus Christ is and will always be the center of truth. We can never go wrong if we exalt Him, proclaiming His name, His works, and His victory. The true church of the Lord Jesus Christ will always be, sabihin natin lahat, Christocentric. The center of all gathering is for the honor of Christ. Kaya, even in the anniversary, kung masa, ito po napansin na pansin ako, matagal na rin po akong pastor, ang dami pong mga membro, abala, Nasa labas sila, naghahanda, nagluluto. O kaya abalang-abala para silang si... Tapos yung mga panauhin, sila yung Maria. Sila yung nakaupo sa paanan ng Panginoon. Kaya kamuntik lang ma-welcome ma ma yung mismong Jace, Jace, Joy in Christ Church. You know why? That's the problem. Yung handaan, hindi po yan ang priority. Si Jesus ang priority. Kaya being at the foot of Christ during a celebration like this, at wala kayo, busy, sasabihin nyo, abala kami, pastor. Sino kaya ang napapapurihan? 
Si Jesus ba? Si Martha ba nagustuhan ng Panginoon? Hindi ko na sinasabing galit si Jesus sa kanya, pero when asked, Martha, yung kanyang ginawa, Mary, will not be taken away from her. She has chosen the right thing to do. Hello? Kaya ano ngayon kung wala tayong makain, tinitiyak ko sa inyo, makakauwi kayo at kakain din kayo. Amen po ba? The center of the gathering is Jesus. We need to be Christocentric. Redemption is not only of the soul, but of the whole man. This is closing. When Christ died and resurrected, He not only died and resurrected for the soul that will be saved eternally, but simultaneously for that body. Sabay po. Ang problema sa atin, may mga nagtuturo, spirit lang. No, sabay po. That is why, ang mga tao, when we say our testimony, attracted sila kay Jesus dahil you are the evidence of a life transformed by Christ. Minsan, the words of the pastor lacks kasi they needed evidence. Hello? That's why Jesus Christ came because He represented. He Himself is God, but He represented the Father. Mahalaga po yan. And for the body that will worship and glorify God while the person has yet not seen His Maker yet. Last, may dalawang, sabay mo na kapatid. Same is with the church that we are all part of. Hello, mga kapatid. Hindi lang kayo ispirito. May katawang kayo, dapat magsabay. So kapag humingiti ang puso mo, ang ispirito mo kay Lord, masaya din talaga ang hiti mo. Walang magsasabing, ang, ang sayo-sayo ko. Hindi, hindi ko, walang mapaglagyan ang sayo ko. Wala pong ganun eh. Kasi kung masaya ka, it has to touch your heart and your face will show it. Amen? Kaya pag sinabi magkakaloob ka kay Lord dahil masaya ang puso mo, kahit wala kang pera, magkakaloob ka. Kasi yun ang nilagay ng Lord sa puso mo. Amen po ba? Hindi para pumunta sa langit kung hindi ikaw ay nakakaranas na ng langit. Amen po ba? Mahalaga po yan. And closely, I want us to dwell on this. Does our church live and proclaim the word consistently? Kasi if you proclaim and you don't live, kapus. But if you live and you don't proclaim, kapus. It has to go together. Because Jesus is the Word of God in flesh. Buo! And so He is looking for fullness in us as His representative on earth. And last question, are we on the side of truth? How do you know? Paano yung nalaman yun? If you don't have the Word in your heart. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts and other resources, visit our website at joinchristph.weebly.com.